what is up what is up what is up this is john and this is joe and this is the eye to eye podcast so brother joseph our little boys man i know time is flying man time is flying i think this is the longest shortest fastest most drug out year of all time yeah because nothing about this year makes sense no nothing the only thing that makes sense. sense is the boys yeah that's it, really. The kids. So, you know, that time is coming where we're going to have to have that talk with our boys. You're going to have to talk sooner than I am because of Kader. How old is Kader now? He just turned 11 at the end of July. Yeah, you're going to have that talk real soon. Yeah, it's getting there. I'm starting to realize it more and more, honestly. Certain things, you know, like you used to look away when people kissed on TV. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm like, all right, we got like maybe what? What you think, like two years maybe? I would say, yeah, I would say two years because I started early and it's like each new generation is starting earlier and earlier. Did um did anybody have to talk with you before you started? No, nobody had to talk with me. But quick question to you. I don't want to make this awkward, but you're not Kadir's biological father. Right. And... His biological father, he is like he is around like somewhat, right? Like once in a blue. Uh, I already know where you yeah, I know where you're going with it. It's kinda it's one of them things, man. You know, that's a conversation that as a father I can imagine you want to have with your son, right? Mm-hmm. I can respect that. However Do you think that he'd be there to have that talk with Kadir? That's what I'm trying to ask. I mean, I'm sure that in time, like, so, you know, say Kader's over there for a weekend, he might just do it, not even say nothing to us. Same time, if I feel the need that I need to say something before then, like, if I need to have to talk with him, I'm going to have to talk. And it just, it is what it is. Like, it's it's a dynamic that kind of, you know, I'm not going to stand by and just wait. It could be three months before he has a conversation with him, you know what I'm saying? Before he even talks to him again or thinks to call him. So, you know, why... I'm not going to wait around for that. All right. Now let's say, let's say he does have to talk with his his biological father, right? Mm -hmm. And you feel as though it wasn't enough. Do you think you would like add on to what his dad said? Or do you think you would just leave it? Nah, I mean, that's, that's my kid. Like (laughs) that's where I'm at. There ain't no, you know, and it's different kinds of, I can respect when somebody is like, when dad is still there. But the fact of the matter is like, I'm dead. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a different dynamic. Like So I you don't like, you don't think that if his dad says something to him about it and then you say something to him about it and his his mom might chip in a little bit. You don't think he's gonna like cause you know how kids are, they rebel. All these yeah. people talking to him about oh this, oh that, don't do this, don't do that, you should do this, you should do that. Do you, do you feel like it's going to be too much on him. He's going to just do whatever the hell. And it's like the talk just meant nothing to him. Or I mean, he's going to do what he wants to do regardless. And I think that's where people got to get, you can't control these kids, man. You cannot control your children's life. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, no matter what his mom says to him or his dad says to him, I'm still going to talk to him and I'm going to come to him from the perspective that I come to him from. So I talk to him as you know, as dad, but at the same time, I level with him. There's times where I see that he's understanding the conversation, right? Right. When it's those point in times, that's when I really talk to him about some real stuff. And so 
I don't feel like it would be overwhelming. I wouldn't undermine anything that they said. Mm -hmm. I highlight to him all the time that we've all lived different lives so we can give you different perspectives. His pops was really in that street life, like dude been in jail, all kinds of stuff. So from that perspective, it's like, you know, when I see him going down that road or something like that, look, talk to your pops because he's been there. You Mm -hmm. don't want to go to jail. Like, I got my own life that I've been through, and so does his mom. Like, so we can give him all different angles. It's really not about undermining the other person. It's just at the same time, I'm not going to wait around for his dad to have a conversation with him about something that needs to be addressed. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I don't worry about, you know, him being overwhelmed by pressure because I'm not pressuring you. You're going to do what you want to do regardless. Right. I I could tell you where protection, you could still go out here and do what you want to do. And, you know, the consequences are real. I'm going to just keep it real with them, to be honest. Um, That's how I, that's how I approach our relationship period. Like, you know, in a respectful, you know, way that an 11 year old could understand, we talk Mm -hmm. real level set as if, you know, I'm raising you to be a young man. Right. But I'm also not going to put too much on you at one time. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Makes a lot of sense, actually. I'm going to take the same approach with the baby. I mean, it's a ways for them. It's yeah, it's, a, it's a nice little way. We got like a decade before that. We'd be pushing 40. Ooh. Yeah, stuff's going to be so different by then. Yeah, man. It's, really? like at, it's like at that age, when we're in our 40s, when are they going to be doing the do? Who knows? I think it all depends on how we raise them, though. Like, yeah. one of my things, too, like, I realized this is like an over-sexualized generation because of the music and, you know, what's allowed on TV. Like, think about it. Think about how many sex commercials you see on television in broad daylight now compared to when we was kids. Yeah. It don't even, like, even Magnum Ice Cream Brain, the commercial is real kind of like, sexual. You know, it's a sexual commercial for some ice cream, like, and and the correlation between the two, like, you know, they know what they're doing. It's right? because it's because sex sells. Sex sells, and sex will always sell. And so they're selling this to our kids now, like, you know. So I try to really, at the same time, protect my my kid from it, the oldest. Um, but I keep it real with him. He gonna see some stuff. Mm-hmm. He gonna hear some stuff in school, and he gonna experience some stuff. So I want to keep that door open. Like, if you need to talk, we can talk. Just keep it real with them. Like, all right. So, what does the talk mean to you? The talk means to me, there's a time in a boy or a girl's life where they need some guidance because there's a lot of changes happening in their bodies that they might not understand. Most likely, they're not going to understand it. Just a feeling that they're going to run with, and so you just basically are trying to point them in the right direction to run you know you want to help them understand the reality of stds wearing protection having babies like you want to put all that in the forefront before like you know how you get disclosures right before you open a bank account or anything any type of uh contract that you're about to sign because that's really all it is we have sex for pleasure now but at the end of the day, what is the real root of it? Make babies, right? Mm-hmm. And then it comes with some negative stuff like STDs and some stuff you can't get rid of. So that's just the reality. I'm going to give you these disclosures. 
And whatever you do from here on out, brother, I'll give it to you. If you want to yeah. talk, it is what it is. If you need me to review the fine print, we can go over that too. But I gave you the disclosures and that's what it is. Yeah, that's pretty much what the talk means to me as well. Like you said, it's, like you said it perfectly, the disclosure of having sex. When I mean, you, you compare it to opening a bank account, it's like stepping into a new part of your life. Yeah, I mean, what is, you know, before you get a new car, before, you know, you got that nice, uh, what you got, what they call it, a Hemi? You got that Hemi, that joint revving, it's ready to go. Mm -hmm. But what you got to do before you get that joint? You got to go into the dealership and you got to sign papers. These are the terms of this, this uh, lease or this purchase, quote unquote, whatever mm -hmm. you're doing at the moment. You got to review that fine print. And, you know, some people might not understand the fine print. And all we're doing with our children is making sure. They understand that fine print. That they understand the fine print. That's it. Yeah. Very well said, brother. Very well said. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I mean, you know, like you said, it's, it's real for me because it's coming soon. So I've thought about this constantly. Yeah, I haven't really given it any thought because, you know, my son's only two. Yeah. And like, once I see his, um, once I see him in action when he gets older, like what he likes, what he doesn't like, and I can start to like <laughs> build a portfolio for that day to have that talk. But as of right now, I don't think he's really interested in anything yeah, other yeah. than his cartoons and, you know, right, kid, right. kid stuff. You'll notice the change. Right. I, I've seen, I've seen the change with, with Kadir. It's um, not quite there yet, but I've seen the change as far as how he deals with girls and certain things on TV. He right. is maturing and you got to pay attention to how mature your kids are. Like, you know, you think that they don't know, stuff that they know you know what i mean like mm -hmm. makes certain sense. things like like they go and see and we got to realize they're going to run into drugs and sex and all kinds of stuff way before we ever did i've never had the conversation with him about the stuff that he's heard or seen in school but he knows some stuff mm -hmm. like he, he knows some stuff for real so you know these kids aren't dumb no and hell no gotta really pay attention today let me ask you what do you think would have been different for you if you had been given a talk? Uh, man, you know me. I was a loose cannon in high school, bro. But um, I feel like if I would have had that talk, stuff would have been a lot different for me. I lost my virginity due to peer pressure, first of all. That's a real thing. That's yes. a real thing, bro. Yeah, I was. I remember the exact day, Um, exactly what was happening. I was playing a video game. Girl came over. I got a condom from a friend. And I had two other friends on the couch saying, Oh, you're not gonna do nothing, you're not gonna do nothing. And I did something. Did it do? I was not ready, bro. I was fourteen years old, she was eighteen. I had no clue what I was doing. What was she thinking? You gotta keep in mind too, I was a big ass dude in high school. Like I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you was you was uh you was big all through like middle school and everything. I'm just yeah. saying, you know, you gotta wonder like, did anybody have that talk with her? Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. And then with me, it's like um like I said, I was I was a loose cannon in high school. Whenever I saw the new girl coming to school, a new school year is a new chick coming in, in my mind it just clicked, boom, there goes some fresh meat for me. Yeah, you was a wild bull. Yeah. I, <laughs> I just looked at all the new chicks is, is fresh meat. And that's probably what's going through her mind when she saw me, the new kid in school. Yeah. 
he's here. Here goes some fresh meat. I want him first. Right. That's but I, I feel like if I would have had that talk, I would have lost my virginity more respectably to somebody that like I actually really cared about. Not under some peer pressure. Right. That could have went terribly bad for real, for real, because the first time that I, you know, the first time we did something, I used the condom. And the second time, I believe, was that same day. And I only had the one condom. Right. So it was right. <laughs> But I had that first taste, and I was like, right. I, I need more of this. So I did it without a condom. I didn't have that talk. I mean, I, I knew the dangers of having sex without a condom. But it's like, what I, I didn't have that talk. I just didn't care. Right. It's, it's real. <laughs> I, I feel that. Once you, I feel like once you've done it without a condom, it's like, it's a different world. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was always a little more reserved with it because of how my brother was with females. So he kind of was, he was the same way as you, but you know, my brother's 10 years older than us. And so he wasn't never the type to bring no girls home or nothing like that. But I know that he spent all his time and money chasing women and, you know, talking to him after he had, I had to talk with my brother after I already lost my virginity. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it was due to peer pressure but it is what it is at this point in life. You're going to make mistakes. And that's kind of how I talk to my boys. Like I never, I don't think that I turned out any worse because of it. Um, I was always more reserved. I was a relationship person. So I wanted to be in a relationship with somebody. I didn't just want to be out here in the streets doing what, you know, doing what you do. Like my, my brother really turned me off of that, man. Cause I felt like his life was caught on delay because he was just really out here doing whatever he, you know, whatever he wanted to do. And big ups to him now. My brother completely flipped the switch. I don't know how it happened. You know, he he got married and he matured and became a great man today. You know, family man and everything. So mm -hmm. to go from that life, I'd be interested in maybe he could come and feature and talk about this at one point. But me and Andre talked about this before and how hard that transition was. So and I don't believe anyone. I don't think my dad had to talk with him either because my dad raised him. Mm -hmm. And my dad never had to talk with me as well. So that goes to show you how it turns out, how it could turn out. So I had that example in front of me of somebody running the streets. And I don't, you didn't really. Yeah, that's very true. And with even with my dad, I don't think he knew I was having sex until I had junior. <laughs> and I was having sex, what, 11 years before that? <laughs> yeah, I don't wild. think he had an, a clue. Now, like I told you before, um, my, my stepdad, he was the one that was really there. And when he found out, he, I mean, I don't want to say it was too late, but he, you know, I don't think he, he wasn't really there at that time to know that I would, that I had that kind of interest in girls. Cause remember, like I said, it was peer pressure because everybody knew me as the Yu-Gi-Oh card guy, the video game guy, right. the dude walking around school with all the candy in his pockets. I was a, I was a kid, bro. Right. And my dad saw me, my stepdad saw me, I call him my dad. He saw me as, as, um, as a kid. And when I told him I was having sex, then, you know, he kicked into like dad mode, like, all right, listen, Here's this, here's this, here's this. Told me about this, told me about that. That was too far gone. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Look how you look how you turned out, man. You, yeah, I turned it around because after after um after I got my like my first girlfriend, 
I'm like, what, 15, 16 years old? Like, damn, I wish I waited until I met you to do this because it meant a lot more. It was her first time. I took her virginity. And it's like being with her is what turned my life around, really. Listen, man, all you can do is make sure the junior turns out right. No regrets over here. Like, life goes the way it goes. And it is what it is. We better men now. We done learned what to do, what not to do. I mean, you still going to make mistakes and stuff like that. But, like, you ended up with the mother of your child. That's a victory right there. I thank God I never had kids before I got, you know, before I met my wife. Mm -hmm. Because I think that us both having kids would have affected our marriage and just how we blended our family. Blended family is tough. Even with just one kid coming into the blend. Right. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, like I can't imagine having the responsibility of having this talk with on both ends. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what if there's a lot that plays into it, man? This talk, this talk stuff is deep. It's important. It's really important. A lot of guys don't see that. And not even just guys, women to their daughters. Yeah. A lot of parents just don't see the importance of having that talk with their kids. What a lot of people say is, that's that white people shit. I yeah. hate hearing that. Yeah. And and I kind of feel like my mom was just kind of, she didn't want to have that talk with me. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to. She made my brother do it. But she didn't want to do it because I don't think she was prepared to have it with a son. She felt like it was something that my dad should have done. And he, exactly. was, not, he was not the person, you know, he just, we didn't have that relationship when I was younger. So Andre did it. And, you know, it was cool. I kind of was telling him, like, look, it's no need to even do this. He was like, nah, sit down. We want to talk anyway. Mm-hmm. And that he was probably the best person to talk to because he's straightforward. He's to the point. These, This is the disclosure. What you've done before, what, you, what you're doing now, moving forward, it is what it is, but I mm-hmm. gave you the information. And so, you know, my first kid biologically is with my wife. So can't beat that. We're active fathers in our kids' lives. So we're going to be there to have that talk. Ain't going to be no, oh, I got to find this person to have this talk with my son. No, ain't going to be none of that. We're yeah. going to have that talk with our kids because I can't really say you made too many mistakes, but the mistakes that I made, I don't want Junior making those same mistakes, man. I mean, like you said, you can't control what your kids are going to do, right? but you can give them that disclosure. Right. That's it, man. That's it. And just be an open ear. Don't shut your kids' feelings down. Never. Like, you want to have that open line of communication as much as possible. And so I can already see my wife is kind of, she don't want to have that talk with him in no way, shape, or form in any way possible. She don't want to talk. She don't even want, like, when people bring up him having girlfriends in the future, she, like, cringes. She can't take it. So mm-hmm. I think it's, it's a mom going, thing because it's the same thing yeah. with Geneva. She don't want to hear about Junior doing anything with no other female in the future. Nope. I and mean, like, with the baby, I'm not even thinking about him. It's like, it's going to happen, man. And I'm ready for it. I'm ready to have that talk. Yep. And you're like, you know what, bro? I already know you're going to be good. But we're going to talk about this anyway. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, not going to want to hear it. He's not going to want to hear it. No. But you got to do it for your, for your kids. Right. And that being said, all we can do is really hope that they turn out better men than we were and you, you're gonna have mistakes along the way so mm-hmm. tons of them just guide them through that's all we can do is have the talk as much as they need it 
All right, you guys, that concludes today's episode. Look, if you enjoyed this topic and you have some advice that you want to share with new parents like John and myself, write us on Facebook, leave us a comment, shoot us a DM, let us know how you handled this talk with your children, because this is a very important topic and we would love to hear from you guys. There's going to be a lot of parents moving forward that are going to have to do this talk as well. So we may just share the advice with others on the page or on the podcast moving forward. Reach out, let us know. That being said, I'm Joe. I'm John. And this was the Eye to Eye podcast, and we'll get it y'all next time. Peace.